This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to That's Debatable. Happy holidays. First and first, mostly. No, that's not a word, but whatever. It's my, it's a word for me. And as the title of this episode, you guys know that we are going to be doing our predictions for 2024. I was about to say 2023. I don't even know where we are anymore, but let's just get into it. Hopefully we're right or hopefully we're wrong. I don't know. Depends on how you feel about it. So let's just get into it. So happy new year. I can't believe, well, right now we're still in 2023. So when we're filming this, it's like early, not even early December. No, it is early December. So it feels a little odd saying happy new year. But by the time this episode comes out, it will be the new year. I can't believe that's a whole nother year gone, wasted. Time is getting so much quicker. And by the time this episode comes out, I'll be 25. (laughs) I'm having a quarter life crisis. We were just talking about it. But yeah. Can't believe the year's already done. Also, I can't believe how much stuff happened throughout this whole entire year. So we thought it would be a fun little game to do our predictions. We have 10 predictions and then maybe if things pop up to me during the episode, I'll just spew them out. We want to say these are predictions. These are this is fun. We're not saying this is going to happen. We're not wishing harm on anybody. It's just more so a fun thing of what has happened in 2023 and how we think that will affect 2024. So before everybody starts getting angry, and I will be mentioning people that I don't really like talking about, Taylor Swift, but you know what? We got to mention her. We got to mention her because she's a big popular person, and obviously she just had a huge year because I'm not a hater. I'm not going to sit here and say that she didn't have a great year, but so we are going to mention some predictions that we have for her as well. But let's just get into it. I don't know. Again, these are predictions. Because I know people are already, I already see people in my TikTok comments being like, this is so crazy. These are predictions and this is for fun. Um, We're going to start off with, I have a list right here. So recently, actually, I just watched the Renaissance movie. And if you guys haven't watched that by this point, you are doing a disservice to yourself. And a big thing that I noticed was Blue Ivy Carter had her onstage moment where she came and she danced and she did her whole big one. First of all, the movie was absolutely Um, or documentary, I don't even know what she wants to call it, but absolutely amazing. Love seeing the behind the scenes of anything having to do with Beyonce. But a prediction that we have is, we think that Blue Ivy Carter is going to release a song. Or maybe just something in the likeness of just the artist industry. Just because of the fact that when I was watching the movie, her, obviously, I say her mom, but her mom is Beyonce. Can you imagine me like, my mom is Beyonce? That is just crazy within itself. But... When she wanted to go and perform, Blue Ivy went to her and she was like, hey, mom, Beyonce, I'm ready to do this. And Beyonce was like, absolutely not, not going to happen. And Blue Ivy talks about like, you know what? I want to know what it's like to work hard. And this is an example of, which is just the craziness of this. Oh, this is just crazy. She is so fortunate. She was so lucky. We love you, Blue Ivy. We know you're listening. Um, And I don't know. I feel like. Because of the fact that Beyonce let her be on that stage, she's going to allow her to play around with it a little bit more and figure out, you know, what is it that you want to do? She already won a Grammy. So, I mean, she has that accolade already set up for her. But obviously her parents being Beyonce and Jay-Z, it's not completely out of the universe to say that she might start diving into her music career. If not, 
I do think that North, we're going to see Northwest on a little bit more of magazine covers. We're starting to see it a little bit now because I know that she just did like an editorial with somebody. But we're going to see their careers start to kind of flourish into what they're going to do for the rest of their life. And I think it's going to be really interesting because this is the new generation of Kardashian, new generation of Beyonce, of Carters. Like this is our royal family. So it's very interesting to see what they're going to do with the power that they have being that their parents are iconic, huge moguls in the industry. But yeah, Blue Ivy's either going to release a song or Northwest is going to, we're going to see her a lot more on covers or we're going to see her a lot more involved in the fashion world, even though she already is. But even in the new Kardashian Hulu um, show that they have, we're starting to see Northwest a little bit more and her opinions on what Kim wears and we like this, we don't like this and her critiquing people at the Met Gala. Like I think we're going to start to see her dive more into her fashion career and Blue Ivy more into the music industry, which is going to be so interesting and I will be listening and buying anything that those girls sell because I just support them, support the children. And uh, this next one. I did not want to include her into my predictions because, quite frankly, I'm not even going to sit here and, and lie. I'm not a fan. Um, and it's not because she's not talented. It's not because she's not iconic in her own way. It's just because I'm not personally a fan of the music. And this is Taylor Swift. <laughs> I can't. I like. I can't even. Ugh. I think personally, and again, even if you don't like Taylor Swift, you're going to see stuff about her. Like, it's all over the internet. You can't avoid it. No matter how many times I click on my For You page, not interested, it's always going to pop up. And one big thing that we've seen is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And I think that Travis Kelsey is going to propose to Taylor Swift sometime within this year. And the reason why I think so is because of the fact that they've just been so public. So public. Like, even seeing him, obviously, whatever Taylor Swift does, it's going to be critiqued and put in a magnifying lens and everyone is going to want to know what she's doing but it's not like they've been timid about it they've been going out to restaurants in Argentina they obviously Travis Kelsey has come to Taylor Swift shows Taylor has gone to football shows like football shows I don't even know <laughs> goes to show you how how much I'm interested in sports but because of the fact that they've been so public, I think this is their way of, or even just their way of being like, I'm serious about this. And if I'm introducing you to not only my fans, but I'm going into your realm and you're coming into mine and we're kind of coming together, that's just a hint of how serious this relationship actually is. And Taylor Swift is a machine. She doesn't do anything without it being ran through by a whole bunch of different people. So I'm sure this was something that her team and her sat down and was like, listen, if you're going to have a relationship, you got to be serious about this. So I think the fact that we know so much about it just goes to show that they're possibly going to get per engaged. Who knows? I don't know when. I can't money on what month it's going to be. I'm going to put my money on, let's say a nice like April. I don't know why. It just, it just came to me. I'm just going to say like a nice little April. But... If not, and because of the fact that he's going to propose and she's going to be so in love and this is going to be a new stage of her life, we're going to get another album that sounds like the rest of the 10 of them. And it's going to be... a <laughs> People are going to hate me for this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You can see my bias. Again, she's talented. She is so talented. But we're going to get another album. I don't think it's going to be another like 
obviously i think we're probably gonna get uh i don't even know what her albums are what like karma reputation was it okay breaking news just found out taylor swift has 10 albums oh my god oh my god and i can't believe that she's re-releasing majority of those but i do think that she's probably gonna release um the reputation era which that era was um oh look what you made me do if i'm not gonna lie that's probably my favorite if i had a favorite because I know the majority of those songs on there. So that one, okay, Slay. Hopefully she'll release that one. That's probably going to be released. I don't think that's a prediction. I think that's just like something that's bound to happen. But yeah, I think Travis Kelsey is going to propose to her. If not, in which case we're going to get a brand new, the 11th studio album from Taylor Swift. Um, Love Ever After. Something called like, uh, whatever. Something like that along those lines. If not... It'll go in the exact opposite direction and they will end up not working out, in which case you guys will still get an album. So you guys are still going to be excited about it. So good news for the Swifties or Swiffers I, or whatever y'all call yourselves for the new year. Swiffers are going to get a new album. Something that I've been seeing recently on my For You page this whole entire year was Matt Reif. Um, and obviously he had his whole entire controversy, controversy, I can't, still can't say it, can't say it slow, can't say it fast. He had his whole entire scandal with his new Netflix special, which I mean, like, I'm not going to dive too much into it because I feel like everybody has already beat that like a dead horse. But um, he had a really big year because he was posting all these TikTok clips of his um, crowd work and all the girls were loving him because obviously he's an attractive male and I don't know why I'm talking about him like a specimen. He's an attractive male, um, 6'4". No idea how tall he is, but whatever. Had a huge year. The girlies loved him. The girlies basically gave him his career, and that is not up for debate. That's not debatable. The girlies gave him a career. He went from making 50K a year, which is still a good salary, to $20 million a year, which is a salary that a lot of us can't even comprehend so thanks to all the girls on the tiktok and obviously if everybody knows he did his netflix special and he did like a domestic violence joke which if i'm honest with you for me i think comedy is i feel like comedy is one of those genres that are you could say and do whatever you want just as long as it's funny and i think that the ma main thing that people had an issue with is like oh domestic violence isn't funny da -da -da, which is that absolutely it's not but um there's obviously a way, there's other comedians who have done jokes around that topic and obviously haven't got canceled for it. I just think mainly it came down to the fact that he was making jokes and the jokes weren't funny. Like, I'm gonna, I watched the special and I just was like, this was not funny. And you can very much tell that you're just trying to change your demographic. You don't want your audience to be a whole bunch of women, which I mean, to me, doesn't, I don't understand because if your demographic is all women, first of all, slay slay like that's such a flex your demographic is women and two women love to buy things that's why you went from making 50k to 20 million dollars a year because women buy stuff um but obviously he doesn't want that anymore he doesn't want to be pigeonholed into something whatever blah, blah 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 and i think this is when people coming this year we're gonna start to see the downfall of him because of the fact that honestly if you're it's almost as biting the hand that feeds you is exactly what you're doing. We were allowing you to go on and do your comedy shows even though you weren't funny. And your crowd work is amazing. You create great crowd work. But am I going to put him in the same standard of like a Dave Chappelle? 
no, sorry, it's not going to happen. And I just, I think personally this year we're going to start to see less of him, a lot less of him, just because of the fact that, again, you can't bite the hand that feeds you. And once you do and the hand gets taken away, it's very hard for the girls to give it back. Just because once you break our hearts, Actually, I don't know, because once you break a girl's heart, she might come around every once in a while. You don't, you never know. It depends the girl. But, yeah, I think we're going to start to see a lot less of him just because we're going to start to realize, ooh, we made you famous because you were cute. And we thought you were a little funny. And it turns out you're not that funny. I'm going to leave that there, though. I'm going to leave that there. We're going to let the girls decide on that one. Um, Super Bowl predictions. This is something that I do with my friends every year. And... Because Jay-Z is now in charge of running the halftime show, um, he's been doing a lot of like throwback people giving like their flowers back. But I think this year, or obviously this year, the person that's doing is Usher, which I'm really excited about. Um, I think he's going to do a great show. If there's one thing Usher knows how to do is put on an amazing show. But my predictions for who might perform at the halftime show are Drake, because Drake is obviously... Drake is Drake like there's I don't even think I need to explain that he's just an icon a mogul a living legend um Miley Cyrus who is my personal pick who I would love I would love to have Miley Cyrus perform the halftime show I think it's well beyond it's well past overdue I think I feel like every single time I have an episode I find a way to talk about Miley Cyrus and my love and admiration for this woman i think it's well past her time to do it i think she's been doing this since she was 10 9 years old she's in her 30s now it would make so much sense if we could just see her on that halftime show with the blonde wig singing nobody's perfect but i gotta work it i would love i would die it would be the most iconic halftime show after j-lo and shakira let me reword that after shakira featuring J-Lo's halftime show because that's what that was for me. Sorry, man. Be angry at somebody else. And another person who most likely will be the person, I can't believe I'm mentioning her twice in an episode, is probably um, Taylor Swift might also do the halftime show, which unfortunately for the first time since I can probably remember, I'll probably have to sit that one out. I'm not watching that. I'm just not putting myself through that. I'm so, I'm so, I, Swifties are going to come after me and I really hope you do. And I just want you to know, I'm, I will double down. I will double down on this. I don't want to see her perform it. I hope that Jay-Z doesn't do it and he gives the stage to, not to say she doesn't deserve that stage because she does. She's done a lot in her career and she's had an, a very successful career. I just hope he gives it to um, uh, somebody more entertaining. For the masses, personally. I think, I don't know. I just, again, I think if you do it, you can't go wrong with a Drake. I think Miley Cyrus deserves it. And Taylor Swift is an easy cop-out of, you know, you're going to get hundreds of millions of little girls tuning in to watch it. So, makes sense. I think it's going to be one of one of those three people. I think it's going to be one of those three people. I really, 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 in my hearts of hearts of hearts of hearts of hearts, hope. Oh, my God, not Sean Paul. I hope it's Sean Paul. Holy crap, that would be crazy. But I really hope. It's Miley Cyrus. I just think that she would do an amazing job. But I don't know. I don't think Miley Cyrus is into performing for like big things anymore. I think she only does the things that she wants to do. Like that's why she didn't tour her last album. So that one is not as likely. Drake would be absolutely amazing. He knows how to get a crowd hyped. And then Taylor Swift. 
is Taylor Swift. And I'm just going to leave it there. I think that's the last time that I have to mention her here. Yes. Um, I just, I know, I sound like such a hater right now. And I'm really not. Like, she's so successful. She's so amazing. It's, she's just not my cup of tea. It's not music that I resonate with. But if you resonate with, you resonate with it, thank you. Great. I'm happy for you. Um, ooh. We're getting into the Kardashians. Because the Kardashians are always on people's, like, New Year's predictions. I think the Kardashians, so the Kardashians have... I was going to say the Kardashians are ran through, but they're not. I didn't mean it like that. But I, the, they have ran through their fair share of career men. So they've done rappers, obviously, with Travis Scott, Kanye West, Travis Barker, and Tyga. <laughs> even, sorry, even saying Tyga is like, girl, Tyga, if you want to count, whatever. He's in the music space. So they have their music space people. Obviously, we all know that they love their um sports guys they have the reggie bushes of the world chris humphreys tristan thompson who like oh god i feel like we already know that him and chloe are probably going to get back together because they've been trying to like soft launch that on the show which i mean that that's her own personal life i can't have an opinion on what she does in her personal life but um yeah we've obviously seen they go through you know devin booker all of them whatever i think Obviously, oh, and Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. That was another one. That was another really unfortunate one for all the Bad Bunny stands. But I think next up, low key, we're going to see politicians. We're going to see the politicians. We, they got into actors a little bit with Timothy Chal Chal Chalamanto or whatever, Chameleon, Chameleon, Chamahu, I don't know. Don't know how to say his last name. Very attractive man. How do you say him? Tim Chalam Tim Timothy Chalamet. Um, can't say his last name to save my life, but yeah. So the season of actors, I think they're gonna start diving into their politician era, just because obviously Kim passed the baby bar, and you know she's in that world of like legal space and whatnot. So we're gonna start to see them, you know, dive in. I just genuinely feel like those women are so smart that they know that whoever you date obviously gets you a little bit of leeway. Not even leeway. It's just like. It's just what it is. Kim Kardashian dating Kanye West was such a huge moment for Kim because that allowed her to get so much more into the fashion space because of who Kanye West is. And honestly, good on her. She knows how to get their... All, the, all of those women know how to get their bag, and I respect it. And oh my God, we always forget about Rob Kardashian. Anyways, we're going to move past <laughs> all the wealth. I mean, he lives his own personal life. But I think we're definitely going to start to see them get into their politician bag. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of them pop out with like, I'm dating a senator. And at that point, y'all, we're going to have a Kardashian in the in the White House. Our Kardashian is going to be a first lady and it's going we're going to get a reality TV show on Hulu. Kardashians take on the White House like it's going to be iconic. It's going to be everything. Ratings are going to boom. We're going to love it. And I'm going to eat it up. I'm going to eat it up so much and I'm going to love it. Also, speaking of the Kardashians, another prediction that I have is I think Kim Kardashian is going to get into her acting era because she just did American Horror Story Delicate, which, by the way, she killed. I know that some people had like mixed reviews about it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I watched it. I think she did phenomenal. Um, 
I think seeing her in that space and also seeing it on the Kardashians. I feel like anytime you watch the Kardashians Hulu show, it's them slightly hinting at things that they're going to do in the future. That's why this year was like the Tristan Thompson apology tour. And he was going around and saying sorry to everybody because they're kind of slowly soft launching the fact that Chloe and them, him are probably going to get back together. But they also showed that Kim was getting into her acting gig with Ryan Murphy and how he made a role specifically for her. And she's actually doing another show where it's like a legal drama where she's going to play a, a huge celebrity divorce attorney. Um, and I guess they're going to be like reprising her. I don't even know. They're basically, she's just going to be in that new show. And I don't think that the Kardashians do anything unless they know that they can be the best at it. Um, even, no, actually, let me take that back. I just lied. I completely just lied because they do stuff and some of it completely flops. Like Kylie Swim, that was a hot mess. That was a hot mess. If you guys don't know what that is, essentially when Kylie Kylie Jenner dropped her swim line, um, it was a hot mess. It didn't fit anybody. It was see-through. It was cheap. It was bad. I will speak only for Kim. I think when Kim Kardashian does something, she wants to do it to her best capacity and she wants to be the best at it and she wants it to be as iconic as possible. So I don't think that she would dip into acting if she didn't want to potentially win a Golden Globe or an Emmy, which I think that we're going to, my prediction is that Kim is probably going to win either a Golden Globe and or she's going to try to win, not the Emmy, the Oscar. The Emmy is TV show. Wait, no, yeah. Emmy. Yeah, I was right. I was right, sorry. I think she's definitely going to try to win the Emmy. Um which we might see her win the Golden Globe for American Horror Story, uh, Delicate. I don't know. I just think also amazing show. I'm excited to see, especially anything having to do with Ryan Murphy. He's a genius. He's great at what he does. So I definitely do think that we're going to see her try to get that Golden Globe. And honestly, if a Kardashian with the Golden Globe or an Emmy or an Oscar, that's iconic. And Kim Kardashian loves to do things that are iconic and I think we know that now look at her career look at the things she's done and if she's doing something she's going to give it her, her 150,000 percent so I definitely think that we're going to see her at least get nominated for something I definitely which again is a huge huge step because the big 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 thing with the Kardashians is that they have no talent but if she wins if she's nominated for something it's like well girl you can't really say anything now she has her accolades for it. So I definitely think that this is their way of kind of diving into that. So I wouldn't be surprised if I saw her with a Golden Globe nomination, Emmy nomination, or even her in a major like blockbuster movie, just like a small little, even if it's a small role or a leading role. Because I know that for the new Ryan Murphy legal drama that he's going to have, she's a lead role. So this is just like them hinting that, expect her to be on your screens and not just as a reality tv show person but as an actual actress so i'm excited for her so hopefully i mean i'll i'm rooting for her if i have to vote i'll vote i don't know how the golden globes work but i don't know if it's like the vmas it's like vote for your favorite person but i'll vote kim you got my vote um let's see that was the sixth one since we're in the realm of like tv space i also have a prediction Late night shows are going to look a little different now because James Corden obviously just stepped down from his show and that and Taylor Tomlinson is taking over his show. And this is huge news because she is the youngest woman in two decades to be in the late night space. And she is currently the only woman 
to have a late night show. And I think because of this, we're going to see those ratings of that show are going to be so astronomical and so crazy that it's going to make the other networks sweat a little bit. So with that, and I think also with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, they're amazing late night hosts. They are great at what they do, but obviously it's not just them. They're, there's a machine behind them and those networks are going to be like, okay, this show is doing so well that we're going to have to change something up. And one of them are going to be like, you know what? I've been doing this for enough time where I don't feel like I have to reinvent myself. I feel like the space is changing and maybe it's not a space I want to be in anymore, which means one of them will retire. And I'm not saying this is 110% what's going to happen. Again, these are all predictions, but I predict out of any of them, I think Jimmy Fallon is probably going to retire, which is going to be so sad because he does such an amazing job and I love seeing him. I don't know why I'm talking about it like it already happened. And this is like one of the predictions that I don't want to happen, but I feel like it might just because obviously with Taylor Thompson's new show, new late night spot that she has and how well it's going to do. I predict that it's going to do actually amazing because I think it's about time. I mean, we haven't seen a woman host a late night show in a very long time. I don't know if ever. I know Chelsea Handler had her show, but it was very much her show. It was a Chelsea Handler show. It wasn't like she was passed down to anybody or she somebody took over after the fact. It was very much her space. And that show did so well because obviously Chelsea Handler is hilarious and she knows how to run a show. She knows how to interview people. She knows how to keep you entertained. And as far as like women watching late night shows, it's nice when you see another woman there and being like, oh, I feel like I can relate to you. And I feel like there's this sense of like, I don't know, like womanhood of those like, yeah, girl, I want you to win because I know that especially in late night shows, there's not much of a space for women there. So the fact that there is a woman now, I think there's going to be a lot of support to for her to win because we just want we just want the girls to win. We just want the girls to win, which in case, again, I repeat myself, but it's going to cause the other networks to, you know, sweat a little bit and be like, we got to change something up or we need to kind of fall in suit and fall in line of the times that are changing now. And hopefully we see another woman and hopefully we see a Latina. Hopefully we see a black woman. Hopefully we see an Asian woman, somebody, because it's also nice to see that representation on something like a late night show, which I didn't really ever think about until we started talking about it, that I was like, oh, yeah, I can't recall a late night host that was a woman and I'm sure maybe there probably was one or two in the past I don't know but I don't know I, I don't this is a this is a big moment for late night shows and I'm excited to see how the show goes and I do think that this is going to cause other networks to sweat so that's my prediction and I don't think the honestly that's not up for debate how well the show is going to do just watch the show um, but also it's very big shoes that she's stepping into because James Corden really put that show on the map um, obviously with carpool karaoke like he created a whole entire era of late night for him so I'm excited to see what she does for it I think it's gonna go very well for her and I'm very excited but other networks I don't think are as excited to see it but we're gonna see I don't know this is my okay eighth prediction that I have number eight um, something having to do with AI I don't know. Artificial intelligence is getting a little scary. It's getting a little crazy. And recently I watched the Black Mirror episode, the new one that dropped with Sama Hayek, where they no longer need the actors to be on set. They just take like their likability. They take basically like connected to a whole bunch of stuff and 
what's that thing called? They scan your face and do all that other stuff. And they put you on a screen and they'll basically be like, we, you don't even need to say the lines. We just need to pay for the rights to use your face and your body and your voice and all of it. Um, which is already happening with Meta. Because I saw that Meta did something with Kendall Jenner and a whole bunch of different other um, celebrities where they pretend to be your friend. But it's just their face and their voice which is a little crazy, but I think we're definitely going to start to dive into AI more. With that said, I think we're going to start to see robots getting sued. And I said it. I think we're going to start to see robots getting sued. And I don't know if it's like the chat GBTs of the world, because so many people rely on that. I didn't realize how crazy it was that people genuinely rely on chat GBT as if it were like another part of themselves. Like, what am I going to do today? What should I do for this? What should... It can get a little crazy, and also you just never know. Like, what if somebody asks a question to chat GBT, and they respond, and something crazy happens? And that's how companies get sued. And I think that we're going to start to see that happen more in 2024, especially as, as artificial intelligence gets more prominent within our society. Um might start to see robots in hospitals, like Marty said. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if we start to see that, like... It's I think that's where we're leaning towards now more. Um, but we're definitely going to start to see, you know, a little lawsuit here and there. I don't know if it'll be chat chat GBT in specific, but definitely something with AI, something with robots. Somebody is going to get sued because a robot is at the end of the day, you can't a robot is a robot. It's a machine. It's not an actual thing. So you can't be too surprised if chat GBT tells you to do something and you do it incorrectly and you end up getting hurt or something happens like that. And Obviously, you're not going to blame yourself. You're going to blame the technology behind it. So I wouldn't be surprised if in 2024 we see some sort of lawsuits come out against robots, AI, whatever it may be. Okay, ninth prediction. Now, these two last ones. Oh, wait. Actually, I have a third one, a little surprise one. Um, But these two are probably the ones that I'm most excited about and hit me most in my heart. And I really, really, really hope that these happen. And I'm going to start with H3. Um, if you guys don't know what H3 is, it's a podcast. Ethan Klein runs a podcast. And if you guys don't know, in the past, during like COVID era, uh, he had a podcast named Frenemies with him and Trisha Paytas. And it took over the internet like no other. And my prediction, and I hope this comes true, that we're going to see a Frenemies reunion. We're going to see Ethan Klein and Trisha Paytas in one room again. And we're going to get another podcast episode out of them because... I think Trisha now is in her mature era of her life and she's pregnant again with her second child and she's recently on her own podcast. Even though they have their own independent podcast now, I think because of how closely related they are in family now, like her child, his uncle is Ethan. So they're within the family. Like Trisha married Moses. Moses is Ela's husband. I mean, whoa, whoa, not the incest. Ela's brother Ela's obviously married to Ethan so there's like a little family dynamic happening there and I think that for the sake of the children they're gonna be they're gonna come together again just because they're like you know what we want the cousins to be raised together why don't we make this a moment because we were such a hot moment on the internet and come together do one more podcast episode or maybe even start something up I would die if I went onto my YouTube and I saw Trisha and Ethan in the same room again. Like, I would 
die and that's what I hope for and I predict that in this coming year we're going to get that reunion and we're going to be able to see them together again because they had such they had so much chemistry between the two that it was insane it was an unlikely duo that I didn't think was going to work but yet it worked so well so much so that people to this day still talk about frenemies and I think it's been over for like over two years now that there hasn't been anything come out um frenemies wise so i do think that we're gonna see some sort of reunion like that and this leads me to my next one which i think we're gonna see a reunion amongst the old youtube stars and that's like the shane dawson's the trisha paytas's the jeffrey stars like i think that we're gonna start to see them realize we held the we held up the internet for so long it's time that we sit down together again and give them what they really want give them the juicy scoop give them all of all the tea, all of everything. They just, even just having them in the same room is such a flex. I don't think Jeffree Star and Trisha Paytas will ever like come together, but I do think that we'll get to see Trisha Paytas and Shane Dawson because actually Trisha mentioned him in her latest podcast episode. And she was just talking about like, you know, their old beef or whatever. And she goes, honestly, I don't really remember too much of it. And I'm not opposed to talking to him again. It's just, I feel like so much time has passed by that it's just now the moment has left. The window has left, but it's never too late for a friendship reunion. It's never too late, especially somebody like Trisha and Shane, where they were so iconic and they started YouTube essentially kind of together. So that would be a lot of fun to see some of the old YouTube people could just come back and work together and really kind of talk about what it was like creating the social media space like we know it now. If it wasn't for those pioneers that did it then, we wouldn't have people like me, literally though. Like we wouldn't have the content creation wouldn't look the way that it looks now if it wasn't for those people. So I think it would be interesting to see all of that together. Also on the flip side of that or a completely opposite of that, we'll start to see, you know, like remember like Dram Dramageddon or whatever it was with like Tati, James Charles, all these other people, something along those likes, maybe more so in the influencer space now of TikTok, because I feel like TikTok is like what YouTube was in back in the day. So maybe seeing something pop off between them, hopefully nothing with me because I stay out of there. I stay out of that business. I don't get involved with none of them because I it can get very messy. But yeah, I do think that we're going to see some sort of like YouTube reunion, whether YouTube puts it together uh, or the creators themselves decide to put something together, I think that we're going to start to see a little bit of what old YouTube back in the day looks like now in modern day version, like the Colleen's of the world. Even though Colleen got canceled so hard, it was like kind of laughable with the ukulele, like something like that along those lines. Obviously, maybe this is just like my inner child wanting to live out her crazy wildest dreams of seeing all these people back together in one room. But I do think that we're going to start to see something like that. Or if not, if we don't get that, please, I want to see Frenemies again. I want to see Ethan and Trisha in one room, one more podcast episode. And I just want them to update us on the most pop culture moments that are happening right now because there was nothing like watching both of them sit down and be their most chaotic, messy, unhinged selves that ever the internet has ever seen so i hope that happens but those are my predictions my very last one which is like a little small one 
um, has to do with Mr. Beast. Even though, again, I feel like these predictions can go one or one way or the other. I do think that Mr. Beast is going to get like an actual TV show, though, because I think he just did something with the NFL, which is crazy that a content creator is working with major corporations or major brands like that. Like that is things that are unheard of. He has opened so many doors for so many other people. Like he's the first to ever do something like this. So, I mean, he has over 100 million subscribers and any streaming service would be stupid to not pick up Mr. Beast and have him make like a show. I think he's probably going to do a show somewhere of like Squid Game style. I'm not saying that he's going to go and kill people, but more so in the sense of like competition style shows of just like, all right, um, like Mr. Beast could do his own survivor, but very much in his own niche of things so i wouldn't be surprised if we see mr b start a tv show with like netflix or hulu or paramount or whoever it may be um whoever's willing to pay what his rate is because let me tell you something mr beast is not cheap and he doesn't need the money he does not need the money i think we're definitely going to start to see him more in mainstream media as opposed to just like social media um which i think is going to be an interesting switch because i wonder what that looks like for him or on the flip side, he gets extremely canceled. <laughs> There's like no in-betweens here. There's not one or the other. It's, it goes either way. I know I, start, I saw some like stuff about people talking about Mr. Beast and not in the most like favorable light. I just don't think, I think he's too smart to allow himself to get canceled. So I don't think that's necessarily going to happen, but I do predict that he's going to have some sort of like mainstream media moment. I mean, he's having it now with the NFL. So, and he has it with Beast Burger. Like he has... The first Beast Burger, which is such a flex, is in Jersey. The first restaurant of Beast Burger is in Jersey in American Dream, which is a flex on Jersey. But yeah, so we're definitely going to start to see him more in mainstream media, whether that's a TV show, whether that's him featuring in like different things. But Mr. Beast, I know I always talk about like the machine behind the person, but Mr. Beast is the machine and he very much can do whatever he puts his mind to. I think we've all seen that and we all feed into it. So definitely think that he's going to be He's going to have a moment this year in 2024. But I think that was 11 predictions. I was supposed to do 10, but I think I did 11, right? Oh, yeah. Is that, yeah, a little tiny, teeny, 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 tiny one. But those are my predictions for 2024. Um, again, these are just predictions. These are just for fun. I'm not saying anything is like hard, set in stone. I don't know. I try, I'm not the Illuminati. I don't, I'm not one, I'm not the one working behind the scenes, like making this stuff happen. But I think that, this is what I think is going to happen in the coming year. And I'm excited. I can't believe it's the end of the year. I know that we all have our own New Year's resolutions and hopefully you guys stick to them. Little piece of advice, though. I, something that I've always done is I make like my um, New Year's resolution list and I just write it down. Always write stuff down. I feel like that's a great way to look back onto the year. And obviously, um, we written we wrote these down, but there's like obviously now the video of it and we can look back on it and see if I was right, if I was wrong. But for your own personal resolutions or predictions for yourself, write those down and see what comes true, what doesn't come true, what came true or and you didn't want to come true or whatever it may be or how things manifested differently than you thought they would. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, this year was definitely a doozy. We, you know, we had the the actor strike right we had the actor strike we kind of changed the way that we were in taking media for a little bit and obviously that's over now but yeah there was a lot of big things that happened this year and obviously there's going to be a lot more stuff that happens next year I feel like time is going by faster and faster each year and 
make your own predictions. If you guys are comfortable, write them down in the comments. What are predictions that you have for yourself? What are predictions that you have for 2024 pop culture wise? Um, what do you think is going to come true? Do you guys think that I was completely off the mark and I'm just talking boo-boo caca straight out of my mouth? Like, what do you guys think is going to come true? And also, what are your predictions? I want to hear. Do I have some... Do I have some something that I missed, something that was like right in front of my face? I hope I'm excited to see a year from now, though, looking back at this to see what actually came true and what actually didn't come true. Um, I have my own predictions for myself that I don't like sharing stuff because then I feel like people will take it away from me and then people will have their own manifestations upon things that I hope for myself. But again, we all have our own. But I, I wrote mine down. So make sure y'all write yours down. But main thing that I predict or not even predict that I hope for all of you guys in this new year is health, happiness, wellness, all of that fun stuff, um, joy. You know, for the last couple of years, I feel like the universe is taking a huge hit. The world is taking a huge hit with COVID, with everything happening now. Um, hopefully we can find a time to have just some peace. I hope the holidays were amazing for you guys. Um, I wear my nightmare for Christmas sweatsuit today not even realizing that I was on theme but I'm on theme so um yeah and by the time this comes out again holidays have happened I'm 25 so wish me a happy birthday please got it um and the new year is here so I can't, I'm excited to see what the next 365 days have in store for all of us hopefully it's a lot more joy than the past couple years but you know out of every tormental rainfall comes a rainbow so that's all we can hope for but let me know what you guys think in the comments was i right was i wrong did i miss anything what are your predictions and what should i have, what should have what should have okay clearly for my prediction for freaking 2024 is that i can't read because i can't read i can't speak i can't do all of it um i don't even know what i was gonna say so I, we're just gonna leave it at that i feel like y'all probably can pick up on what i was trying to give to y'all so yeah Happy holidays. I hope you guys have a safe and happy holidays. And I hope you guys have a safe and happy 2024. And I'll see you guys a lot more in 2024. Little hint for 2024 for me. You'll definitely be seeing me, hopefully, in a space you've never seen me before. And I'll let y'all decide what you guys think that is. And maybe you'll find out January 11th. Okay. Bye, guys. See ya. Ah! Happy holidays. Oh, my God.